Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49 of Faithful UK show. We have literally just finished recording the season preview two minutes ago. <laughs> Tonight is a double recording night, so it goes as no surprise that I'm joined by Naji Kira. Still here, yep. Gareth Ellis. Hello, value for money. And Paul Paul. <laughs> Good evening, everyone, again. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, I couldn't get rid of any of them between shows, so we're all back again. So yep. Detroit Lions, first game of the season. It's in Detroit. It's at six o'clock, which is a fantastic time for us. It means that we'll all be wide awake and actually be able to view it um, without trying to fall asleep. So sure. what do we make of the Lions? What do we make of this matchup? Is it, is it a potential banana skin? No, no way. This is going to be a very fast preview, I think. We're, we're winning this. That's, mm. uh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think, you know, first year coach... Uh, Jared Goff, we know what we can do to him. We've been doing it for a while now. Uh, I, you know, it's one of those teams that you look at. Uh, if you ask people to name maybe, you know, say five players, they probably couldn't do that. Apart from the, you know, the new draft pick and, and one from last year. And, and, and that's it. I don't, they don't really have superstars. They have good players. Um, but uh, no, I don't think... Uh, I don't think they're going to be competitive uh, just yet. They might get there with the new regime and all that, but uh, it, these kind of things take time and, and they're hitting us where we're on the high point loaded and ready to go on to make a statement. And um, I think it's it's probably going to be a bit ugly, but I hope so anyway. <laughs> Paul? No, I, 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 I agree, Nadia. Yeah, I don't think the lines, they're not going to be able to handle on our dynamic running game. Or the dangerous passing game, we've just talked in the previous show there. We've all put our bold predictions out there. We've got, you know, Debo, fully fit, Brandon Ayuk, Lee's boy Kittle, who's going to be on pace for the 1,700-yard season. <laughs> our boys are going to come out starting. Um, poor Jared Goff finally escapes the Niners, leaves the division. <laughs> Week <Best> one. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Jared. <laughs> Easy good friend Nick Bosa coming to uh, remind you, but no, I'm I don't think it's got the potential to be a banana skin. Um, is this where you shoot me down now, Lee? No, 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 no. <laughs> Not at all. I don't think it's going to be a banana skin. In fact, I think it's probably our easiest game all season. Yeah, I mean, the Texans maybe might be easier by the time, you know, we'll play them weeks 17, so that season might be over and whatever. But yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. Um, let's, not, let's not, you know not give them a little bit of credit. They do have a decent running running game, I think. You know, DeAndre Swift is a dynamic player that we're going to have to keep in check. I don't think he's anything we can't handle. Um, he's carrying an injury at the moment. Oh, is yeah, he? Yeah, right? I was going well, he's not at the moment. Yeah, I mean, they've signed Jamal Williams, who I, I hope we would uh, when I knew he was leaving the Packers and kind of a grinder, very good back. So I think they could have a... a dangerous and I'm putting air quotes on this um, running game but I, th I think the passing game is this, they've got nothing TJ Hawkinson is, is not a bad tight end but apart from that uh, I'm not 
scared of Carrie Fremont, Amundsen, Rem, Sam Brown, and, and Tyrell Williams, um, especially with Goff throwing the ball, you know. Uh, and, and Bosa against a rookie that seemed to have been struggling playing left tackle. So, so I don't think Bosa is going to be going up against Sewell. I think Sewell starting right tackle. Oh, he's starting right tackle. Yeah, so That's I think right. Yeah, this going to start left tackle. Yeah. I mean, all, all the better for Ford to be to come back with a bang right and, yeah. and maybe get himself a couple of sacks on the, on the back of him. I think I think that's where Sewell's been, and, and I love him being a, an Oregon fan and a Ducks fan. Uh, for the, the last three years, he's given us. He's been a rock, you know, and he, he's a very, very good player. It's just adjusting to the NFL is not easy uh, for a certain position. And I think tackle, especially when you swap swap side, uh, which is a completely different kind of game, isn't it? Left tackle and right tackle don't make so much. Um, I think he's going to have his hands full. If it's not four, there'll be Armstead, and if it's not Armstead, there'll be a Bukum. And if it's none of them, it, it might be Fred or Ufanga coming off the edge. So, uh, poor, poor guy for his first rookie game. Um, I wish him the best uh, from week two. I think, uh, <laughs> I think, and I hope he's going to get, he's going to have a bad game. Um, but um, yeah, anybody on offense that scares you guys apart from what I've, I've seen there? I think Swift is, might be their best player. I don't think I don't think there's there's anyone in the in the lines that scares me. I think it's a it's a great opening. Um, game for the season for us. I think we've got a team that's that's hungry. That defensive line is chomping at the bit, uh, and the Lions are uh, you know, haven't got those weapons. They got a new coach. The coach is going to be looking for some performances. He's going to be looking for uh, you know not making mistakes. I, I doubt he's going to be looking to have an expansive enough uh, offensive playbook to be able to get the get the better of our our defence and. Um, you know, I, I I wouldn't expect that they're going into the game expecting to win it. I I think our D line is just going to hammer them. Uh, it's really going to be how much our offense can get going will I think determine the uh, margin of victory. I agree. I yeah, I think something. Agree. I think I've something that you lads has helped me with my understanding of the game since doing the pods and that teams that dominate the line of scrimmage typically come away with the wins and like what Gareth just said there this isn't going to be any different week one you just look where our roster is where their roster is Gareth said there you know a new head coach come in I listened to an interview he did earlier in the week and he was focusing more on our team than his team as in Glon players of Debo who's a big fan of Debo coming out of college he's a big fan of Kyle Shanahan and he was naming some of the things we've touched upon in the previous show we've just recorded um, and like you've said there the pass rush department showing its teeth in pre-season Nick Borsa, Dee Ford, Nick Jared Goff. Better uh, get some sleep on Saturday night because he's going to be seeing Ghost on Sunday. That's for sure. So I've got to say, I, I think the battle at the line of scrimmage is actually going to be a lot closer than what we think it's going to be. Um, because when, when you look at the offense, other than the offensive line, I couldn't really pick anybody out. I mean, you got Jared Goff. Um, other than that, yeah, the tight end, yeah, he's, he's a decent tight end. On the, on the offensive line, they've got three decent players, three quality players, both tackles in the centre. You've got Decker, Ragnow and Sewell. Granted, this is Sewell's rookie year. It's going to take him a while to get up to speed, but he was outstanding in college. Yeah. And he was, was built more like a man than a kid playing college ball. So I don't think it's going to take him that long. And I think those three pieces, because of where they are on the offensive line, I think they will put up... Uh, a much bigger battle than what we think they're going to do. 
So I don't think they're going to be any pushovers by any means. But I also don't think they're going to be good enough to stop us because it's just going to be relentless. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. And Dan Campbell, the, the head coach of the Lions, is kind of like old school football, isn't he? So he, he would have put on faces on what, exactly what you say, Paul, the, the trenches and the battle that happens in there. So they would have worked on and priding themselves, priding themselves on making sure that they have a very good O-line. Um, so I'm not saying it's going to happen, but, you know, when it's it's the end of the third quarter and it's your first game and you're definitely not in shape to play a full game and, you know, you got default coming off the bench that hasn't played a snap yet and rushing at you like crazy because he hasn't played for two years, uh, I don't think they're going to be able to stop us. Um, you're right, it's going to be relentless. Our D-line is very deep. Our linebackers are going to be blitzing, like Gareth said in the in the preview show, uh, you know, safeties are going to be blitzing and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think they, they might, you know, it might take them a while to break, but as soon as as soon as soon we figure it out, it's going to be uh, revolving doors around back there. I am actually a little bit more worried about the defense. I think that they do have some players that have played well in the past and and some players that know us, they signed Michael Brokers, who, who was at the Rams. Um, you know, they have Jamie Collins and Trey Flowers. Um, Okuda, I know, struggled last season, but he was a very good corner at college. It's not out of the imagination that he could, you know, have a, a, a good second year bounce year like most players do anyway. Um, so let's hope how, how offense can, you know, get into a rhythm and score points and, and our defense can take the life out of their offense and then it'll be an easy game. Um, Paul, do you think, do you see any uh, any uh, weakness in their defense, something we can exploit on some, somewhere we're going to be, maybe the run again, the pass game? Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously I maybe should clarify, I know what Lee's saying, I didn't mean it was going to be like a total walkover in any game in the NFL, they're going to come prepared out and, and the offensive mm-hmm. line is a solid one, but what I was meaning more is like, and you look at the, the Lions, you look at the secondary, it's nowhere near close to like what you would class as a, a filled out unit. I can't pronounce his name, possibly Jeff Okudu is probably one of the ones that Akuda. Akuda, yeah. I recognise. Um, and then there's Amani Ura Yuri, easier said than done, especially That's after right. a couple of beers tonight in the sun. Um, they're the two <laughs> elder statesmen, and they've got, what, I think three to four years' experience between them. And after that, you're looking on their cornerback depth chart, and it's, it's just awfully thin. Um, and I just think Jimmy G, I think this is going to be the game. Lee has said he's going to be the league MVP, 500 touchdowns, all the yards. Hopefully <laughs> it'll happen. I think this is going to be Jimmy's game, and I think he's going to target them. I think... He's going to be looking for Ayuk and Samuel. It's set up for us to run the ball. We've said all along that's what Carl wants to do. So it would be typical of Carl to come out on Sunday and start throwing the ball. That's what they're prepared okay. for. You've so, said Dan, Dan Campbell's an old-school coach. So is that going to be Carl Shanahan? Is he going to get cute and think, right, you think I'm going to run the ball? There you go, Jimmy. Home in the game. So, so I, think, I think you're right there. I think we're going to see a lot more passing than running against uh, the Lions. I think we're going to see it all season. Don't get us wrong. I, I think Shanahan does believe Jimmy can win. I think he can get us to the Super Bowl. And I, I do believe Shanahan thinks he can win that Super Bowl with us. But he's obviously gone all in on Trey Lance. 
and potentially he could <laughs> he could manufacture an excuse to replace Jimmy. So if all these people are right saying Jimmy can't throw, and, and personally, I think they're wrong. I think Jimmy can throw. I just don't think he's had that much of an opportunity to do it because people can't stop his runner. But let's just say people are right, and he isn't as good a passer as what we believe he can be. Shanahan can put him in the position where he is passing a lot more and he's either got to sink or swim. And if he sinks, he's just going to bring Dre Lance in. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I, I think you're right, Paul. I think we can, we're going to see a lot more passing from Jimmy, but I think he's going to be successful. I agree. And you're right, Paul. I think that their secondary is probably their weakness. So, why not attack it? Um, especially with, you know, Ayub, Debo, George, all together in the same game. Gareth, you're looking forward to see our offense all fully for the first time ever, almost, it feels like. <laughs> I am, and I, I I'm going to disagree with all three of you. I think we're we're going to. I think it's Shanahan. It's what he wants to do. It's the foundation he wants to be able to pass the ball, and it's the first game of the season. If it's working, stick at it. He's, I don't think he's going to mess about with it and risk Jimmy throwing one of his his obligatory daft interceptions and, and yeah. the game forms. He wants to establish the run game. We've got new offensive linemen. We've got new running backs. He's going to want those guys to get up to speed. And I think we are going to pound and pound and pound the ball and see some of the, you know, the reverses and the, and the jet sweeps and all the other stuff that we've seen um, to set up the passing game. It, Shanahan's been, you know, very obvious that that's how he wants to do. I don't think this is the game that we're going to be forced to go into a shootout um, this early in the season. There's there's other things to get going. Get the run game purring. Um, and get those guys, the offensive linemen, the new running backs, get them all up to speed with how that run game functions. Get those guys into contact and and, and chew the clock and and keep it out of their offensive players' hands and wind, uh, wear down their their defensive players. Have them, as we've done in other games, with, with the team beaten in the middle of the third quarter and just wanting the game to end. Um, that's why we were successful in 2019, um, and I don't see any reason why Shanahan should change it. Well, you're a cheery soul coming on this show, talking sense. I know. <laughs> Killjoy. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you, you know, I'll take I'll take a game like what we did to the to to the Packers in the championship any day. It's so joyful to watch, uh, taking the souls away of people like that. It, I'll definitely sign up for that. But I also agree that it might it might want to test Jimmy because. Because the, the clock is ticking and we, we've got this young guy on the sideline that might have to step in sooner than we think. We don't know. And what best way to do it if, you know, if, if, if we can rack up some point fives by throwing in the ball and gain some big yard touchdown to uh, go up 30 points to pretty much nothing and then let Trey Lance play the second half. So um, who knows what the new Kyle with Trey Lance mentality is, uh, I kind of agree that he wants to run the ball, but we've never seen Trey with his, you know, his little prodigy and uh, his product. So um, maybe he'll want to showcase that as soon as possible. Um, and and we, yeah. I can see an element of that happening. If we've established that run game and we're, we're pounding them away, that's when you open up the, the pass game because suddenly the defence has to adjust. They have to move up in the, the attempt to stop that run game and it creates the spaces in behind for, for our receivers to come through. And suddenly, you know, George Kittle with only a safety to beat, 
yeah, you know, I'll I'll, I'll back George Kittle every day of the week. Um, oh, yeah. Not those big plays. I'm sure I, I can see some logic in, in Lee's sort of Shanahan's going to uh, challenge Jimmy. But but Shanahan always seems to to set up his players to be successful, which is exactly what you should do. You shouldn't set your players up to be failing. Um, you set them up to to be successful, uh, and you go out there and say, "This is what you need to do to be successful." I, as the coach, will do everything I can to make it as easy for you to to have those those windows. But you, Jimmy, you've got to hit those open players, um, and that's what we need to see the improvement from Jimmy um, hitting. Not doing those seven-yard checkdowns, but realizing that guy is is open 20, 30 yards down the field, and having the confidence to hit him. Well, I think I can see elements of both, Gareth. I think you're exactly right. We've said it all along like last few weeks. Kyle wants to run the ball. You can look at the way the team set up, and I think we've got confidence in Jimmy this year. Where I think Jimmy's got nothing to lose, really. Like you said there, Gareth, if he puts the ball in his hands and he doesn't do well, he'll either go back to the running game or he'll bring Trey in. Vice versa, like Jimmy might have that confidence too, air it out a little bit. But I'm just excited that we're days away from 49er football. I will throw in that, G, that I believe your boy, all pro Fred, is going to get a pick six on Sunday. Oh, nice. Yes. Let's do it. Well, it is Jared Goff. It would be rude not to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I, yeah, I'll be happy with that. I, I actually won't be able to watch the game fully live from six because, you know, kids and bed, bedtime routines and all that, um, which is exactly at six o'clock. So I much prefer nine o'clock games because daughters asleep and they can sit down with a beer and enjoy that. But uh, yeah, I, I'm i very much looking forward to uh, tomorrow night to watch some proper football and Sunday where um, I can sit down and enjoy football. Uh, for the second day in a row because Saturday is college football and I missed the last one because I was working. Uh, so, yeah, uh, very much looking forward to that and a big, big, big win for the for the Niners, which I think leads us to pr- prediction. That's what we do, right? I forgot. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Okay, then. So, let's have your predictions for the, the Lions game. We'll go with the... Okay. I'll tell you what. So, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you a hand. So, the odds are... We are seven and a half oh, yes. point favourites. The over under is forty five. Okay. Seven point favourite. That's that's quite big usually, isn't it? Mm. People might I don't know. It seven points quite. It's got an easy victory in terms of betting, isn't it? Who who wants to go first? First of the season. Uh, I I don't mind leaping in. I'll carry on my my confidence from the um, uh, season preview. Um, for those of you who. Right. who may have caught it. Uh, I did predict that we would shut a team out and it's going to happen in week one. 27 nil. Oh, win. oh nice. that is bold. I like that, Gareth. Nice, nice, nice. nice. I like Goff that a lot. not going to know what to do and he's going to spend half of the time uh, buried underneath our defensive line and they're just not going to be able to move the ball. Wow. That's that's cool. Uh, did you say 27? 27 nil. Yeah, 27 zip. Nice. Paul, do you want to go? Do you want me to go? Or Lee, maybe. You never go second or first. So come on, Lee. Oh, come on. Then. <laughs> so initially, I was going to go for a shootout as well, but I decided not to. Purely because I think Jared Goff can move the ball on us, but I don't think I'll get a touchdown. So I've actually went for an over, over the 45. 
And Ooh. I've gone for a landslide victory, um, very similar to um, Carroth as far as points spread is concerned. And I've actually gone for a 38-9 victory. Oh, you bugger. I was going to go... I was gonna go thirty-five nine, so uh, I'll jump in and rally on this. I agree. I just, I'm I'm right bang on a forty-four man uh, point mark here. But yeah, I agree. I don't. I think they're gonna move the ball, but I think our defense is gonna stop them from scoring any sort of touchdown. Yeah. They're gonna have to kick field goals, um, and then we're gonna be rolling on on offense. And uh, I I suspect we may, you know, Paul, you know, Fred's gonna get this pick six to get it. Um, 35-9, yeah. So, uh, there you go. 38-9, 35-9. Just me left to go. So I've, I've it is, yeah. tried to be sensible for some strange reason. Um, I have <laughs> 49ers win, which will be no surprise to any of the listeners. I don't think majority of us on this show ever go against the 49ers. There's been a couple last season. I won't that's name names. Yeah, that, that season doesn't count. <laughs> Let's remember that it doesn't count. <laughs> Sorry, Lee, I had to get that in. But no, I'm going to go 49ers win, 34-13. There's no rhyme or reason. That's just a score, I believe. I just had a look and thought, that's what I'm sticking my neck on this week. I'll take it. Yeah, pretty I'll easy victory. Well. Take, take I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll take a 3-0 victory. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll take a 12-10 victory, a 12-9 victory. I don't care. We need to win. Yeah. Yeah. Can't looking believe forward we'll be a few to, days away. I know, Lee. Looking forward to the virtual tailgate. Um, oh, yeah. Echoing, like what you said, Nadji, it's weird the six o'clock games for you when you've got kids, haven't you? So Yeah, my, it's, a bit, it's a bit bad timing. <laughs> so my stepdaughter, Jasmine, who's 12, did her first fantasy team. We were a team shot in the draft oh, last night, so nice. she jumped on. She impressed me with a prep. Top heavy 49er players, obviously. She's super excited. She's going to be able to watch on Sunday. So when you were saying your little and goes to bed, I'm quite excited that she's getting into the sport. She wants to sit down and watch the game. And with it being a six o'clock game, I was like, boom, you can definitely start for that one. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with her on Sunday. Yeah, nice. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. So I'm oh, glad you mentioned... Oh, hold on, hold on. And how does this work? I forgot. There you go. Oh. <laughs> Uh, the, the team captains have been announced, I think, just 46 seconds ago. Uh, George Hill, Ryan Mostert, Harry Comstead, Fred Warner, Jimmy Ward, Trent Williams, and Jimmy Garoppolo. So it was Ward? It was Ward, yeah. So we'll play Sherm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was. Good Good guess by everybody in the little poll. Fairly obvious choice, I think. So. I would tend to disagree, but... <laughs> Why is I would have given it to a funga. I would have given it to a funga. <laughs> no, no, no. I, it makes sense considering, especially the contracts. You don't want to give it to Verrett or or K1 Williams because they're probably not going to be here next year, and Jimmy will be. So, um, so yeah. No, it makes sense. It's a good. It's a good. I'm. I'm. It did. Did most of had it last year? No. No. No, so that, that's kind of cool. It's really kind of surprising as well, especially considering the running back room we have. And we're all calling for Sermon to start soonish. So, so, so the picture um, that's being tweeted up by San Francisco 49ers, that's got all the captains yeah. on there. So they've done a proper graphic of it all. And uh, Trent Williams is looking the spitting dabs of Zeke Elliott. 
<laughs> That's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, Unbelievable. Okay. Nice captain's nice win on Sunday. Yeah. So I'm glad Paul mentioned the virtual tailgate. Um, if anybody yes. is want to participate in the virtual tailgate, make sure you register at least 24 hours beforehand because you have to go on, click the link, put in your email address. Once you've been registered, you were then sent the link to the actual virtual tailgate. So I get the feeling people don't know this, <laughs> even though yeah, it's actually explained within the event itself, because we've got, I think it's 27, 28 people all say the attending. We've actually only had five people sign up. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I haven't signed up yet because I'm not sure if I'm going to make it because I'm playing a game, last game of the season. So I might, uh, I don't think I'll be back home on time. So you, you can sign up, but regardless of whether or not you're going to think you're going to be there, if you sign up, you've got the link there. And I'll do that. You've, yeah. you've done it in advance because yeah. if it all starts happening on Sunday afternoon, we've got um, Sarah who has organised all this with her account. She then has to start going through a load of emails and approving nice. everybody. That's why you need to do 24 hours in advance. Um, we'll so, yeah, if you're going to join the virtual tailgate, make sure you get it done before Saturday and then you'll get the link sent out. So do you just join the? Do you just go onto the page to to get the to get the yeah. link? Yeah. So if you go to the event page, there's a URL in there. If you click that link, it'll take you off to the registration page, and it'll ask you for your name. It'll ask you for mm. your email address. Go to link. It's there. Yeah. Okay. It's hiding. There you go. And I mentioned that stuff. then, isn't it, Nadji? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Found it. Found it. <laughs> But yeah, we're all it, doing it now. <laughs> it should be a good. It should be a good uh, event. The last few have been good. It might be a lot more sober this time with it being an early kickoff. Um, I think the last few that have been late kickoffs, something that have been nine o'clock kickoffs, and the Super Bowl as well. So everybody's had a right skinful <laughs> before they actually <laughs> yeah. got on the call, and you could tell. But yeah, it's 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 a good event. So get yourself registered. I just remembered the draft night when your feed was draft ahead night. and you were winding poor up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Classic time. Yeah. Fantastic. Right, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. It's great to be back. It is. Yeah. It is. I can't, I can't wait only, to watch that first kickoff. Uh, game previews, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. actually, I'm glad you said that. So, I, I seem to have missed a... Uh, not a pivotal, uh, a pinnacle of the show. So last week's show was apparently the 100th show. Oh, was ah. it? Ah. It was. However, I'm a, I'm a bit confused because when you go into Podbean, it says there's 118 episodes. Yet when right. you count every episode, if, if you view all episodes and count them, there's only 100. Right. But it tells you there's 118, so something's not quite right there. So yes, last week's was the um, the 100th episode. Okay. Well, we celebrated by doing a crazy preview show that you should all listen to. Yeah, uh, if definitely. Yeah. Well, you probably have listened to it because it's getting released before this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks once again to everyone that listens to the show. Remember to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Also, check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49 Faithful UK. Until next time, stay safe and go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners.
Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff far going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget.